0: Welcome to Sports and Stitches, the podcast where we discuss sports, we laugh, we yell, we hurt each other's feelings. Hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, and I am a Giants fan. so
1: Nobody uh, likes you.
0: Yeah, I really don't like you.
2: All right, so we're here to do a disclaimer about the Bird Box Challenge. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> Before we start the show. <laughs> Kids, and even adults. Don't do the bird box challenge, especially while operating a motor vehicle,
0: or <laughs> or do it and we can just weed out all yeah. the stupid people in the world very easily.
2: Or while sprinting across a room, holding your one year old son's hand. I'm just saying it's not good. <laughs> it's oh my ridiculous. Gosh. <laughs> Apparently, oh, it's an epidemic, though. I, mean, I think it, I've
1: seen that one. I think I've seen the guy running. I didn't know it was the bird box challenge, guys. What real What can you put together? Happened.
0: They had blindfolds on.
1: Yeah, real talk, real talk. He just thought they
0: were doing some crazy stuff.
1: Confession time, guys. I've never seen Bird Box.
0: I've never seen it (sighs) Well,
2: I'm telling you, if you've seen Quiet Place, it's the same movie, different senses.
0: Someone told me that That if you saw The Happening or A Quiet Place, you've basically already seen it, but without blindfolds.
2: Dude, I have never,
0: ever watched a movie like, in the theater and
2: requested to get my money back, except for The Happening at the out. <laughs> I, I walked out, and I was like, that was the worst movie I've Like, oh, my God, I was... It's it was better so than weird. The Happening. I yeah. would put it on a scale of The Happening to A Quiet Place. I'd put it at a solid, like, seven. Yeah, you got to watch it.
0: And Machine Gun Kelly's in there, which... I don't want to ruin too much for you, but I, I'll never watch it. I just, to me, it looks stupid. But well, that's just my opinion.
2: Machine Gun Kelly's in there for like the first, like I would say, half of the movie, and then I'm pre- He he just like leaves, and I'm pretty sure that's when Kill Shot dropped because he's just gone.
0: Hmm. <laughs> my my, the movie I hated the most back in the day was The Mist. I thought The Mist was the worst movie ever made. Like,
1: did you not? I
0: they made it.
1: a they made a TV series af, uh, after that?
2: Yeah, I think it's still on. There's
1: a Netflix series about it. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes. Well, yeah, I mean it was it was better done, I think, than the movie.
0: i was saying they but... probably realized how bad they screwed the movie up. We're like, hey, we can make a better TV show out of it. The other, oh, one was, we're it, screwing this up too. The other, the other <laughs> one was the fog. You remember the fog? Where uh, where the, like nah. it kills everybody and like the the guy is in the SUV with his two kids and there's there's uh two bullets left in the gun and the fog's like rolling in and he gives the gun to his kids and they both kill themselves and he's the last he's like the last one alive and all of a sudden the army the army rolls in and like they're saved so he literally just had his two kids kill themselves right in front of him and then the, the army rolls in and it's like the end of the movie and he's your your jaw is just like. Why did I watch this movie? Like what what just happened? Spoilers Moral of the story. Much? <laughs> always have too much ammo. <laughs> Gosh. You can never have enough ammunition, right? That's a good one. That's a good one. So so we learned that people no. in America so is anybody outside of America doing this bird box challenge cuz that's that's what I want to know. Sh- cuz I I don't highly doubt know. It.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised I anybody can't. outside the state of Florida is doing this. <laughs> but they are.
0: Uh, I don't know. In most, uh, in most of the videos in this article, there's a lot of uh, palm trees in the yeah. videos. Florida's,
2: Florida's the new Wild Wild West, bud. <laughs>
0: That's Anything hilarious. goes. It's the Wild Wild West. So we're going to go from that into my story. Former manager of DOD Aerospace... Threat program says, "quote, UFOs are real." So apparently, he's no longer obviously no longer the manager of DOD, and he's looking like <laughs> writing this book and all this stuff. So you know how all this stuff comes out about all these secret programs. You hear like the officers and Navy SEAL units like sell their stories after they get out yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So, so their you know, memoirs. Yeah, yeah, and you can't take it. Uh, As much more of that, except for the fact that he listed about 15 to 20 different top level uh, individuals in the United States government that have been made aware of these things, that there's records of these incidents, and basically says on multiple occasions they have actually found UFOs. Now, he's not saying there's little aliens, little green men flying around, but there are a lot of unidentified flying objects that fly around in our atmosphere, uh, that we, we don't know what they are, who they are. They have tried to make contact. They've never been successfully able to make contact. Um, and I, I mean, I think it's very interesting. Now, this is, this particular article is off Huffington post. I have found a couple other ones, uh, in regards to the story, but, I just think it's interesting that, you know, you know, I know I was in the military, Brandon, you're in the military and, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that we don't know, but I think it's far fetched to say that there's flying objects in space that we don't have the technology to figure out what they are. Yeah, no,
2: I agree. And, uh, before I switched to law enforcement, I was an operation specialist. This was like my thing. (laughs) And, Yeah, you do have stuff that, you know, I'm reading the article and it says that, uh, you know, it was picked up by two different radars. Um, So that right there, I mean, that gives a little, uh, you know, gives it a little validation uh, because that's like, you know, one of the things that OSes do to try and figure out what it is, is they bounce off different, you know, radars, compare and all that stuff. But, I mean, yeah, I think it comes down to the point of, Former manager, (laughs) is is he doing this to sell books, you know, or is it actually true? And you know, I mean, this conversation has been going on for decades about UFOs. So,
1: spoiler alert: he's doing it to sell books.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is just a press release. I mean,
0: and and there this is an ad. There are there are there are people that leave the military or leave you know, black site jobs or, and stuff like that, that after a while they do start to kind of feel guilty with the secrets they've, they've hit or, or whatever. And they don't ever write a book. They just have to get it off their conscience. You know, they find, they call the, as many reporters, like how many reporters do you think this guy had to call to say, Hey, I have an article. I want to write a book and I have an article about UFOs being real. Like, do you think it took them, Five that he had to call do you think the first one picked it up and was like hell yeah we'll take it or do you think it took him like 2030 to be like who's this guy is he for real like talking about ufos
1: well it took him all the way to huffington post which is <laughs> yeah. the worst the, the, the worst name in news i think is their tagline i literally
2: uh, said when you sent the link i said oh jesus it's huffington post this should be good
0: i said oh it is <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, not my favorite. But you know, uh, elsewhere in the government this week, uh, <laughs> some interesting things have happened. Uh, I uh, saw this tweet today from Roberta Rampton. She's she covers the White House beat for Reuters, which is one of the bigger news wires, like AP and Reuters. There's was just a tweet of Donald Trump standing in front of like a buffet table of fast food. So not knowing what it was, I clicked it and he catered. He, ha- he wanted to have Clemson to the White House. and uh, he w- wanted to have it catered. But in you know, the era of the 2019 government shutdown, um, his cooking staff and <laughs> the White House cooking staff aren't essential employees, so they're not being paid, so they're not there. <laughs> So he had to have it catered. Um, but by catering, what he meant was <laughs> he was going to go. And he personally bought a bunch of fast food, like Wendy's, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Burger King for
0: these kids. 300 like, hamburgers alone. Oh,
1: like, oh, I just can't imagine if I were on Clemson – thinking I was getting a catered dinner at the White House and I walk in to all the stuff that I eat at two AM after getting real drunk well, back in South well, Carolina.
0: I, I find it uh. hilarious as well, but apparently there was communication between the White House staff and the football team and like he actually said like what do you guys like? And apparently like fast food was high on their on their list. But the issue was when they were talking about fast food, they were talking about Chick Fil A. I read this huge article. Yeah. That like yep. Clemson, they they absolutely love Chick Fil A in South Carolina and
2: Zaxby's. Zaxby's. Yeah.
0: And like. Yeah. And he and he, he got all this like he thought okay fast food like you know fast food's fast food so he got like you said Wendy's McDonald's uh, Burger King and, and and Taco Bell and there was Chick Fil A was nowhere to be found in this entire meal so i I think think, i'll give him props though for for buying it out of his own pocket i mean you know they could have just said hey you're not coming to the white house at all because we don't have a dinner for you or anything so in the very small very i mean very oompa loompa props you know he (laughs) he gets he gets a little bit for at least paying for it out of his own pocket
2: i i just can't imagine and you know as an alabama fan i'm still licking my wounds but could you imagine (laughs) beating Alabama, like, arguably the greatest college football program ever. And, like, not just beating them, you you smoke-check them. And then you get to the locker room, and you guys are jumping around in a circle, you know, popping bottles, and you're like, I'm about to swear, we're about to go eat the shit out of some Burger King at the White House. (laughs) Like.
0: (laughs) I I don't think they do. They I don't know. I know that they, cause what I read was they asked them, they were communicating about like what they, what foods they liked. And I don't think they actually knew if you see, like if you see the videos of the, have you guys watched the videos of them actually going around the table, like picking up their food? No, I saw them
2: taking a bunch of pictures and like all that stuff. And
0: so like, they looked very surprised. And they actually even had like white porcelain plates that they were actually yeah. putting the boxed burgers and stuff on these <laughs> yeah. plates. They're like using <laughs> tongs to issue
2: out Filet-O-Fishes.
0: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, like, it was hilarious. I, I was just like, what in the world is going on here right now? This
2: this is the most awkward dinner.
0: <laughs> Today on What Is Wrong With America. No, <laughs> I just, but, I, I can't even, I, I when I saw it, You know, like I said, I I will say that he did buy it himself like he he seemed like the thought was there. Like, you know, he he wanted to buy what they wanted, which apparently was fast food, but didn't do his homework enough. Because if he would have bought Chick-fil-A, that's probably the best article of all time. President Trump buys a favorite fast food and Chick-fil-A, you know, yada, yada, yada. But the fact that he had the balls, I'm going to straight up say it, the balls to do an interview in front of this gigantic table full of fast food and talk about the wall and talk about <laughs> great American food and how amazing all of it is and all this stuff and just, like, push his wall agenda right with, with an entire table full of fast food for the national championships of college football. I, I turned to my wife, and I busted up laughing. I, that's literally all that I could do. I couldn't. I didn't have the words when I first saw this. I just looked at her and just (laughs) laughed. I was like, President Trump. He's crazy.
2: (laughs) Here we have this great American food. We have the Big Mac uh, with the uh, double patty seasoned with lettuce, cheese. It's amazing. It's incredible. (laughs) 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 Here we have deep fried Alaskan cod uh, with... (laughs) Great, glazed with tartar sauce. Yeah, you know, it's like no, he, he would
0: say, "Tartar." good. You can't tar-tar. eat. It. You
2: can't spice up McDonald's, bud. It's
1: good. It's great. It's an American company.
2: We love them. I love it. I, I
0: just, it was to me, it, it was the best. Like it was the worst best thing I've seen in a long time because you you couldn't help but laugh. Like and I didn't feel sorry for Clemson football players. You know, like I just. But, Oh yeah! Here's my thing: whoever wins the national championship next year is gonna have the best meal that the White House has ever seen, because after this fiasco, like <laughs> they're gonna have to step it up and be like, "It's you know, it's gonna be like T-bone steaks and garlic smashed potatoes <clears throat> with like asparagus uh, ten different ways." And and it's
2: election year, bro. So you know yeah, they're oh, going it's, they're it's gonna be popping. And,
0: and, and but, it's, I mean, and it's gonna be Penn State there too. So I mean,
2: yeah, that would be very nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh, <laughs> LOL. LOL. But, uh, Ricky Ricky Slade spe- ain't taking it.
1: Speaking of speaking of Chick-fil-A though, guys. Did y'all see that uh the image Barstool tweeted before uh this weekend's games of Ezekiel Elliott walking into the stadium with a fat bag of Chick-fil-A and his headphones on just looking fly? Yeah. It was the funniest image, but the caption Barstool was like Cowboys buy a billion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I I, look, I'm looking at it now. That is hilarious. I it's saw that so image. And Dude, that too, too image bad that is the swag, most respect. Too bad that swag didn't carry you over to the field. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So but like hey. y'all were saying last episode, I
2: wish Antoine was here right now
0: to defend. <laughs> him. I'm, I'm sure he'll listen because I'm, I'm sure he knows that we're going to attack him like we did. Yeah, he's last hiding. Week. He's well,
2: hiding. <clears throat> actually, Antoine didn't really attack me. So here's what I'm going to say, brother. You missed out on all four picks, but it happens. Thanks for having my back against Brendan, along with Jordan, <laughs> for the reason why Jalen didn't go in.
0: Hey, listen, but, what, what kind of podcast would this have been last but week? I can't... If, if nobody played the devil's advocate to keep the conversation going. Yeah, know? that's a, good, that's a like, good point. Hey, we all agree. Let's move on. You know, like, I, I, had to, I had to pull some... Uh, uh, Stephen A. just uh you know he, just to argue for no He says he's reason playing. Well.
1: He says he's playing devil's advocate now, but he for real wanted them to put Jalen no, Hurts in that I did. Listen,
0: I'm not. <laughs> argue, I'm not <laughs> arguing the fact that I did, but I also knew that that was a good stance for the conversation against you two last week. So you know, being the amazing podcaster that I am, I felt like I had to take it one step further and get loud and obnoxious over it. And I'm yeah, ready, but when and Brandon, I'm sure. glad that you listened to it. Yeah. He I mean, or not.
2: But here's the thing about being loud and obnoxious with hot takes like that. People start to hate you.
0: That's okay. They can hate me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, dude. But, hey, what about how many people hate Stephen A? But how many people love Stephen A?
2: Uh, I can think of a lot more people that hate him.
0: That's okay. And Skip, skip Malus, too. They, <clears> old 2.4 himself. Still, they still have, what, uh, like 30 million Instagram followers?
1: Yeah, that's a good
0: point. <laughs> Seventeen million out of the thirty can hate them, but guess what? They're still making them money. <laughs> I still hate them though.
2: So, <laughs> so, I, so what do we? Don't uh, want to be
0: hated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't aspire to that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't aspire to that in my life. But if my podcast persona is to be the the hated one out of the group, well, guess what? I'm, I'm gonna, sorry. I'm gonna. Did take you just? It, I'm gonna love it.
1: Did you just say that you are our Skip Bayless? Is that what I'm hearing?
0: I mean, I'll I'll take it.
1: Oh
2: uh, God! Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, I it, don't
0: even I don't it, even want to Skip Bayless you in you our wanna, podcast. It, if if you want to put labels on it, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm not all about I'm not all about these labels. But if you want to label me, we'll uh, we'll ride we'll ride this to the end of the day. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so with that being said. I want like Kyler Murray. And oh. um, I don't know if you guys saw that he met with the A's and was he basically, basically told him, hey, when he, I want $15 million and I will play baseball. Okay. And they didn't
2: give him $15 million. And they didn't give him $15 million. The, <laughs> nec-
0: the next day he declared for the draft. So my personal opinion is I think that he should have played baseball. I mean, the money – um you know the, the lack of injuries uh, it, it's just to me if you're drafted that high it, unless he just absolutely loves football which he may maybe he loves football more I well know. he has said that
2: he has said that he said i like baseball but i love football um
0: did you see Dion sanders they they interviewed deon sanders and asked him what he thought about the situation <laughs>
2: He said, "I'd pick up a baseball bat, not look back."
0: Yeah, and then he's like, you know, "He's like, he's like, I ha- he's like, I have regrets all the time, and not expanding into baseball more." Then he's like, "But I-, I got a gold jacket in the closet. I'm cool." <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was, I, I was all pro at both. Um, but no, actually, uh, I think this, I think this was, it seems minor at the time, but I think this will be bigger down the road. Um, I, th- I think this is going to force a hand with, uh, with the MLB. This is going to force them to improve their minor league system because it's not so much a, a short term, long, long term money thing, but I mean, it, it's a known fact that minor league baseball players, they have, pretty crappy conditions. They, they get paid dirt. They're, oh, okay. they're traveling, traveling all the time. Um, so I think it, it's going to kind of take a player like Kyler Murray that, cause I mean, you've had players that are drafted and it seems like nowadays, uh, I would say probably at least 10 or 15% of, of people that go D one in football or, you know, drafted, they, they had baseball scholarships, or they got drafted in the, the 45th round, you know, as a project player. But now the MLB is, okay, we had a team take this player ninth overall, and this isn't just a college draft. This is high school as well. Like, top ten of the MLB draft, they're looking for you to be a face of Major League Baseball. And you're choosing to go play football, which there's a lot of people saying he's a first-round quarterback, but he may he may slide, you know, depending on if teams overlook his height. So now he had leverage and the MLB back down. So now it's going to come to how many Kyler Murrays in the next couple of years are we going to have? You know, it's going to put a huge black eye on whether or not teams want to uh, play, you know, or, you know, p- pay their top prospects. And
0: improve the minor leagues. What I don't understand is he signed a contract with the A's, like when he was drafted. Like I don't understand how you can just say, Oh hey, I'm not I'm not gonna fulfill that contract. He had probably just an exit clause in it.
2: He never got a cent he never got a cent of it. Yeah, that's why he can still play in the NCAA. Yeah, and you're allowed Um, up to one year unless like Jordan said there was an exit in that contract when he signed it. Um, so essentially he had one year to play at Oklahoma and he had the deadline to declare. And had he not declared, he would have had to avoid into that contract.
0: Yes. Yeah. See, I never, uh-huh. did, I never did enough research into that, but it's happened quite a bit that people back and, out of contracts with one or the other.
2: And here's the wacky thing about it too. Um, So I want to say spring training starts February 15th, and the Combine's the 26th. And there's still a lot of people saying he declared, but that was to expand his window. So Mm -hmm. seeing where he goes on the 15th, or if he reports or if he doesn't, is going to say a lot about whether or not he actually goes to the draft.
0: Well, say the it, it could. He could also be using it as a negotiating tool, where maybe they they called his bluff and was like, mm-hmm. "You're not gonna, you're not gonna declare for the draft." All of a sudden, he does. It gets closer and closer. He goes to the combine, you know, does whatever, and all of a sudden, he's like, "You know, they're like, all right, listen, we'll give you your $15 million."
2: Absolutely, you know? yeah. And
0: I don't know if you've heard Kyler Murray
2: in interviews. He's he's not a dumb dude. He's very smart.
1: Yeah, I'm, so. sure, I'm sure it's a tactic. But I think, you know, he. I wouldn't advise him probably to play in the NFL. I don't know. I, not that I wish him ill or anything. It would be cool to see someone of his size succeed. And he's got a chip on his shoulder about it. And, um, you know, other people have been successful at that height, but few and far between. Um, yeah. I just don't think he'll be successful. Or at least he won't be playing quarterback.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... The thing is, I mean, Drew Brees is six foot. You know, he's a small six foot, but he's six foot. And you got Kyler Murray coming in five eleven. I mean, it, oh, he's not even five eleven, bud. Well, I'm saying he's five like, nine, isn't he? What? Yeah, he's he's li- what he's listed at? When 5'10". he's listed it... So I'm well, I'm looking at his listing at Texas A and M, and it says five eleven. But that's like you know, mm. in sports, it's always the best. You know, they they weigh you. And they measure you like 10 times before the season, whatever your highest and your best weight is, is the one they choose to put all over the websites and stuff. But, um, you know, with that being said, I don't think he can make it as a quarterback. I think that he would be an excellent slot receiver on somebody's team if he can catch. Now, obviously I've never seen him catch, but with his speed, his, you know, his quickness, his agility, or even as like a third down running back, like in a James white type scenario, um, an Alvin Kamara-type scenario. I mean, I think he would—special uh, teams, obviously. You know, basically like a Tyreek Hill. I mean, I, I think he could— uh, those playmakers can make a lot of money in the NFL. You know, the issue well, is not
2: getting hurt. He actually can't catch. He caught that L against Bama, and he caught it 100%. But at the same time, I don't know. I I think— I, you know, I, I made the joke about him catching the Allen stuff, but there wasn't a time during that game except when we got up like 28 nothing. But as soon as he found his rhythm, I I even looked at my dad. I said, we need to keep this outside of 10 points because mm-hmm. he is shifty and he's fast and he's good at avoiding contact with somebody – Somebody his size needs to do that, and he's extremely well at avoiding the big hits. So,
0: who goes first, him or Dwayne Haskins, if he goes into the draft? I'm taking Haskins.
2: I'm taking Haskins.
0: Is Haskins going to New York? Uh,
1: I hope not, because I really want Saquon or, Barkley to be successful.
0: So. I, I, I want to tackle. Or is Or is Arizona going to go? Is Arizona going to go straight for uh, Dwayne?
1: I, you know what, man? I think there are so many serviceable journeymen who are going to get offers and be on the market this offseason that you can really take a pass on taking a first-round or second-round quarterback this year, even if it is a team need, and take offensive – address offensive line and defensive line where the draft is deeper or a skill position even – Um you know there are some great secondary uh, players that that um, should be going higher than these quarterbacks. Like I don't think you rush it on either of them if they declare, because man, next year's crop is going to be so much better.
2: Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it, even to to piggy uh, piggyback on what you just said, um, I just saw a headline: despite Nick Foles' success, Eagles committed to Carson Wentz.
0: I don't blame so him. I mean, Wentz is, Wentz is by far a better quarterback than Foles. I mean, to me, it's hands down. I mean, Foles, Foles has composure. Foles is like I, – I read the one thing where, where Peterson said that it's almost scary how calm and composed he is during these high-pressure games. You know, he's just like – super calm, which brings every, makes everybody else calm. You know, he has that over Wentz, but I mean, when it comes to skill, let's face it, Wentz was not a hundred percent this year when it comes to, you know, being healthy. I don't know if he ever will be, but when Wentz is, is healthy, he is a much better quarterback than Nick Foles. Okay. I mean, we saw no, that no. Listen year.
1: to this. Yeah. Listen to this. Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. Oh, this may be an old tweet. Shoot. All right. This is an old tweet. Oh, as Hold, of who as of that. last year, as check you sources. As of last year, at the end of last season, so before this season, their stats side by side: Nick Foles, nineteen and eleven; Carson Wentz, eighteen and eleven. Completion percentage: Nick Foles, sixty-two percent; career completion percentage for Carson Wentz, sixty-two percent. Touchdown to interceptions: Foles, fifty-two and eighteen. Karsten Wentz, forty-nine and twenty-one,
2: Ooh.
0: quarterback
1: rating. Fools, sixty-one. Wentz, sixty.
0: But I think we saw the real Nick Foles when he went and started started for the St. Louis Rams. Oh my god, I mean, Jeff, those Jeff those are awesome, those
1: are his stats
0: there too. But, yeah, but, but, but his stats he, make. I mean, but did he it's win? Same number of games. But did he win? I mean, Wentz at least won. Jeff Fisher sucks. Like, you can't Foles, hold Nick Foles, Foles accountable for his Rams. Brendan, he, has
1: his, he, has, he has more wins, more career wins, but he's played one more game.
0: What, what's his but in what the same touchdown the game, to interception ratio? I would like to 50,
1: 52 to 18, and Carson Wentz is 49 to 21. So he's well, thrown I'm, I'm touchdown. Looking, I'm
0: looking at Nick Foles right now on NFL.com. It says he's 68 to 33.
1: I told you this is last. This is from the end of last season. I'm just telling you. I just yeah. told you that this what that was not tweet. So that's pending this season. So
0: right now he's about but, 50%, <laughs> 68 to
1: 33.
0: That's terrible. Well, you have every, every touchdown you're throwing, you're throwing an interception. But so.
1: No, Wentz, it's every, Wentz it would be every other one. And Wentz wasn't much better on yeah, the one that one. I just
2: saw. And even with this year, it only hurt Wentz. I would feel like in that argument, cause Wentz did not have a good year at all. And the entire offense was stalled while Wentz was the quarterback.
0: Wentz is 70 70 touchdowns for 28 interceptions. So not terribly better. He was 68 and 33 but still, I mean, a little better. Yeah. A little better. better passer rating 93 to a passer rating of 87. I mean, close. I, said, I close. I mean, I'll give you that they're close, but Wentz is definitely a better quarterback. I mean, it, it just, if you watch his form and you watch him throw a football, the mobility that he has with his legs that Foles doesn't have, because this probably none of this includes rushing. even with after Torres ACL, but I mean, that's neither here, here nor there. Uh, Wentz can't stay healthy. I I just, yeah, that is true. And I think that's why they won't move on from Foles. I think they have to keep Foles there, but I think that Wentz starts the season next year as the starting quarterback, I don't think there's any, any questioning that. Oh, I don't think Foles is an eagle next year.
1: When he was in, uh, When Nick Foles was in St. Louis, in 11 games, he threw 2,000 yards, which was just about on par with all of his other seasons in Philadelphia. So he did all right there. It was in Kansas and uh, Philly that, you know, coming off the bench where all of his yards started to tank.
0: So I just read uh, five hours ago, ESPN.com, Doug Peterson states Eagles committed to Carson Wentz at QB so yeah i mean maybe i, I just said that <laughs> i didn't I didn't hear you say that but that's did you did you read did you say the article i said the article headline yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was i was reading i i get caught up reading sometimes that's that's my bad but that's yeah
1: they, he's got his newspaper out
2: for everybody yeah. who's listening he doesn't have, actually pay I, attention to anything i have, my, I saying. have
0: my bifocals on
2: yeah, uh, Brendan's the old one of the bunch.
0: Yes, that, that I am. Even if Antoine was here, I'm still the, the elder. So, <laughs> respect your elder. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no. So, yeah, that's – I mean, I just – I don't see how they don't make Fools a crazy good offer to at least – I mean, I don't think Fools wants to leave. Fools loves Philadelphia. He's even said it. Like, if he gets a decent enough offer, I don't think he leaves Philly. I just – unless some, unless uh arizona comes out and is like here's 30 million dollars for one year you know <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know got, if he leaves
2: they have their own quarterback and yeah i don't know i think i i think there's a lot of teams that they'll be looking at foals i think jacksonville maybe even the giants you know looking for a bridge quarterback jacksonville
1: They're, does uh, not need a new quarterback
2: Oh, my God. Uh, if you say Blake freaking Bortles.
1: Blake Bortles. Blake oh the boat Bortles, the greatest quarterback of all, right, all time.
0: On. I'm muting you. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. I have an unironic, and I'm unashamed of my fandom for Blake Bortles. He's the people's champion, and he deserves to be respected.
0: Blake Bortles will not be the starting quarterback next year for Jacksonville Jaguars. Fine. He'll get a Super Bowl somewhere
1: else. They're <laughs> lost. <laughs>
0: Blake Bortles will never, and I say never, win a Super Bowl. All
1: right. Then we need a life Ever. bet on that. I need a life bet on that. Something
0: I mean, by the time somehow... that he,
1: if he doesn't win a Super Bowl before he retires, I got to give you something. But if he does, you got to give me something
2: and it's got to be big. We got to do something. I don't care oh, okay, what. I'll
0: give you something. Slap. Big. Slap. Yeah, Jordan,
2: Jordan, why do you want to lose this? Like, <laughs> what are you trying to give up? <laughs> he's gonna get a bowl you guys i'm telling you there, he's getting a
1: ring there and it is counts no way. it counts if he gets one as a backup too no no, Just that no, no yeah no, he's getting no, a yeah, ring no, i'm no, telling you he's getting a that, ring that,
0: uh, he, he may get a ring as a backup quarterback i will i will agree to that he may he may go and back up tom brady next year and and win a super bowl in new england yeah, but, but
1: nick, he's nick he's fools, not nick fools won a super bowl as a backup does his count
0: that's not, we're not arguing about Nick Foles. We're talking about Blake Bortles. No, I'm just
1: saying. Yeah, but you're saying Blake Bortles can't get one as a backup because you don't think he's going to play. But Nick Foles can get one as a backup That's because not he not what plays. I'm
0: saying. You're saying, because he's, I say the and you're saying that Blake Bortles is a great quarterback. You're saying I think so.
1: I think he's going so, to start and win one. But okay. I also said if he gets one as a, as a uh, I will count backup. It as a Super Bowl he also win, but I'm
0: not counting it against our bet because he's not the starting quarterback. My thing is, he is not good enough to start for a team and win a Super Bowl.
1: Uh, I think, yeah, I think you're you're putting the man in a bad place. I'm still going to take the bet because he's absolutely going to win a Super Bowl. He sucks ass. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to win a Super Bowl, guys. I'm telling you.
0: How many quarterbacks? He's He's not even have a job. How many quarterbacks are worse? Brandon, you answer this because Jordan's obviously Blake Bortles bias for some strange reason. How many quarterbacks would you not want to start over Blake Bortles? Like, if you had all the quarterbacks right now for the, for the New York Giants and they were, like, lined up, who would your least – if you had to go from worst, like, I do not want them starting, to hell yeah, let them start tomorrow – like, is Blake Bortles in your first five that you don't want starting for the Giants? Or is he in your top ten? Uh, well,
2: I don't because want... obviously
0: Kirk. you don't want I, Rosen.
2: <laughs> I don't want Rosen. I don't want Kirk Cousins. I don't want... Well, I mean, I would even take... I would take Lamar Jackson over him for sure.
0: Uh, Jameis Winston. I'd take Kirk Cousins over Blake Bortles. Yeah, fuck Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Yo, language. <laughs> I would take uh,
2: Jameis Winston. Definitely not. I I just don't like Blake Bortles. Yeah, I mean no, you're yeah, wrong. He, he would probably be top. I would rather have Nick Mullins. Nah,
0: hey, Nick, no, Mullins you played, Nick Mullins played Nick Mullins played yeah. better than Blake Bortles did this season.
1: Yeah. You guys, wait and see. Bortles, he'll be a with, giant. He'll be a giant next season. He's he, gonna win a Super he Bowl.
0: Better than Bortles, with literally almost nobody on offense except for George Kittle. I mean, he was on what his third and fourth I mean, string running back. Yeah, and like, like Blake third, Bortles wasn't exactly finish. throwing to
1: Allen Robinson anymore either.
0: No, but he still had a better. He still had uh, Leonard Fournette at least, well, for half the season, I guess, but. Car- Carlos he Hyde, had, Yeldon,
2: yeah, yeah, he at least had PD Westbrook.
0: Other than um, George Kittle, I mean, Marquise Goodwin played what three games out of the season because he had a hamstring injury all year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'm just saying, I thought Mullins played very well for being put in the position that he did. He was put in, and I mean, I like, I can't say that I saw too many games this year where Bortles played well at all. But then again, I'll yield and say that I didn't watch too many Jaguars games. so Y'all just hating.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, it's just a vendetta against Blake Bortles.
0: Oh, it what? is. What, what, and what I mean? don't
2: understand why.
0: He had 13 touchdowns, 11 interceptions.
1: That's the man. <laughs> I
0: can't, he, hold on, wait. Is this that? He's still at 2,700 yards. I mean. I will admit, I'll I will admit, these.
1: I lost a little bit of respect for him when he lost his undefeated record in Europe. And that really, that, that,
0: I, that, that, did that, it, that, that, almost, that almost did it for you. That,
1: that really stunned. I thought that that's a real, that's a, a here, real here, black, black here, mark here, on his here, legacy. Here's
0: why you like him. You like him because he beats Pittsburgh almost every year. That's why yeah, you, like you know. him.
1: I do, and he should have beaten the Patriots two years ago, so.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: He should have been in a Super Bowl one season ago. Just remember that. The refs took away his Super Bowl.
0: Well, I mean, he also had a crazy good running game and an amazing defense. So yeah, You're right, you're right.
2: You're but, right, I'm just saying. Speaking of Super Bowl, who do we have going to it, guys?
0: I can't remember. You listened to it today. I'm taking it. Did, did uh, Jordan and I choose the Chargers or the Patriots? Uh, the, the, yeah, the Chargers or the Patriots in that game. I feel like we... I think you the, guys shook the pat. No? I don't remember. I felt like... It, I, it was dude, good. I don't either. It was a hard one. I, guess, I know it was a hard one for us because we were like, like I don't want to say the Chargers but they were playing so well. I, I feel like we did go with the Patriots though because we talked about the cold weather and you said they traveled well. I, I don't yeah, know. I, well.
2: might, I might, I
1: might've said that Phil gets, gets his this year. Um, actually, yeah, Jordan, you did, but, but man, cause, cause you know, I, cause I wanted him to win, but gosh, the Patriots, Tom Brady came out there playing like he's ready to retire. Bro, he's te- going to get I that. texted
0: you guys <laughs> like quarter one. I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did. Cause I was, I think I was, I was like out shopping or something, getting stuff for the house. And, um, I, I just like was like, I have no idea what's going on. I turn it on. It's like 28-7 to seven in the second quarter or something crazy. And I was just like, wow. Yeah, Tom Brady's playing so that he can retire at the, after the Super Bowl. That's uh, he's,
0: Brandon, did you, did you watch the game? Like, were you watching it? Because he just said he was shopping, which I don't know how you shop during the Chargers-Patriots game, but I'll judge you later. Uh, Brandon, were you watching it? Yeah, I watched all of it. So did you see Rob Gronkowski's blocking in that game?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was pretty he, vicious. I, he is and, not
0: known for his blocking, and they they kept highlighting him the whole game. Dude was ripping up, like making holes. Uh, I mean, anybody plus, could run through him.
2: You could tell even even his catches, he was dragging guys. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he was playing. He
0: wants he wanted to he wants to win this year, which I know Tom Brady does too. But like I just I saw a different Gronk this game. Than I saw all season.
2: Yeah, he's playing mean, and he, that's another thing with the Pats. So you also have to wonder: Is this Gronk's last year?
0: Yeah, true. I think <laughs> that it is.
2: I really yeah. think that it is. I mean, he's it. will he's taking such a beating.
0: If Brady leaves, he's already said that he only wants to catch balls from Tom Brady. That's his quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. So. He.
1: Uh, he. He's. He's going down of, as one of the best of all time. He's done so much for the team. He's been so productive, and he's just been plagued with injuries these last few seasons in particular. Like, dude, it's it should be time. Like, he, he doesn't owe the game anything else. He's just – he can retire and enjoy it now. I mean, yeah. crazy.
0: All right, so are we going gonna to get into this? We got Patriots, Chiefs, and Rams, Saints. Who, who, wants, <clears throat> who wants to go first? Pat Saints. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. <laughs> Pat Saints, huh? Yeah. So do you guys remember the Chiefs-Rams game in like, what was it, week 14, week 15? Do you remember that game? It was like yeah, 50 54-52 50, 50 50 50 50 or, 50 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the Chiefs. I think Mahomes is too good of a quarterback. I think that their offense – their offense is just gonna to be too much for the Patriots defense. And the way that their run defense I I don't see Michelle breaking the runs that he that he did last game against the Chargers, which that was a great run defense as well, but the Chiefs run defense, I mean, was was look at Marlon Mack, what do you have? Forty yards and he had a hundred and fifty something against the Texans, who have a yeah. solid run defense as well. So I, I think that I think the Chiefs end up coming out on top of here. And I think the Rams beat the Saints. I don't think the Saints' defense is going to stop the Rams' offense. The running the running game is just going to be too much, and then we're going to have a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl, and it's going to be the best Super Bowl we've seen in probably ten years.
1: That's a I disagree, point.
0: but I you
1: like your reasoning, counselor. <laughs> I will remind you that the last time that the Patriots and the Chiefs played, the Patriots put up forty three. They gave up 40, but they put up 43. That means they won the game, just in case you'd forgotten.
0: No, I remember. In, Fo- in Foxborough. Did, did you see that the way they're – so I believe they're playing in Kansas City, right?
1: Yeah, and it's – I
0: think if
1: I
2: it's remember correctly, weather.
1: if I remember correctly, what Arrow uh, – yeah, Arrowhead gets uh, three and a half points as opposed to three points. <laughs>
0: Did you see the how the way that their offense moved the ball in that snowstorm? Uh, it, on yes. Sunday? Like, yeah, like you know, it was like it was like nothing. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like it was like the Colts were playing in a blizzard and the Chiefs were playing in eighty degree weather. Yeah, yeah.
2: I can I I can remember watching like certain throws from Mahomes where he was I mean he was throwing it Mahomes style and the receivers were just grabbing and tucking and heading out field and then you would have the Colts receivers that. Would hit off one hand and you know to the ground. I'm just like, I I think this is the team Andy Reid turns the corner with.
0: Yeah, I, I just my thing is, did you see like, the, like his best thing? I think it's hilarious, awesome and hilarious at the same time. Is whenever the defenders get up in Mahomes' face and like they he pump fakes them, they jump and he just, like, submarines it, like, below three quarters, just, like, submarines it around him, like, curves the ball, and as the wide receiver is running full speed on, like, a slant, and they're just, like, they are they look so surprised that the ball is, like, right in their hands. They're like, wait, what? What just, oh, okay, I got to yeah. run. Like, how yeah. did you get this ball to me right now?
1: He is, he is absolutely incredible. I don't disagree. I think the Patriots are a good team. I think they have a well-coached defense and that uh, they'll keep the game probably within reach for most of it. And if they play the way that they did last weekend, man, I don't think the Chiefs can win.
0: Yeah, I I think that's going to be a lot closer game than the Rams-Saints. I, I think that – I just – I don't know. I I feel like the Rams are a fair weather team. I believe they're playing in New Orleans in the Dome. So they may have that going against them, but they are still going to be playing in fair weather. I just, I don't know, man. That that Rams offense, if C.J. Anderson was on the team for, what, a week and had over 100, that's, that's the offense. That, that's like a great offense for C.J. Anderson. I think he still has a, a, a little bit left in the tank to be able to be the perfect backup for Gurley. And, I mean, he proved that last week. He is a fat dude now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> But even being fat, I mean, dude was booking it. Yeah, no, I I was super
2: impressed. And then did you see after a couple runs, like I know he did it a couple times, he would get up and rub his belly, and I'm like, (laughs) yes, fat man, go, bud.
0: (laughs) Gave life to me. I was, I'm like, oh yeah, I can still do this. Let's go game on Sunday.
2: (laughs) So do you guys want to know who's gonna win?
0: Yeah, let's hear it. I
2: mean, you can say whatever you want, but I'm right. Uh, Yeah. So, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) I think think the Chiefs are going to win, obviously, because partly Mahomes. They just beat the brakes off the Colts. Mahomes didn't even have a touchdown. Damian Williams has been a stalwart. Since coming in for Kareem the Kicker Hunt. I think Damian Williams I think he's gonna be an X Factor.
0: Hold on. Wrong. Hold on, Hold on. We, we can't we can't just uh... did you say Kareem the Kicker Hunt? Yes. <laughs> oh sorry, that's that's the greatest thing I've heard in like a month. <laughs> Yeah, I, Damn I, I, I just had I just had to verify that that is what you said because I am stealing that and I'm going to use that at work tomorrow. <laughs> Why well, just wrong? About... <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to get sound effects onto the podcast yeah I, i'll take it
1: guys my donald trump soundboard app is one of my favorite apps it's just great i whip it out at dinner parties in church you know i, just... I,
0: I, I whip it out at dinner parties in at church too but i'm not talking about my soundboard app <laughs> <laughs> maybe i shouldn't have thrown church in there at dinner parties yes <laughs> at dinner parties while in a church hey and, and, and you were wrong Mahomes did have a touchdown but it was rushing Okay, yeah. Just had to I, just had to fix that. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was when he yeah, he scrambled for ten and I think he dove for the pylon and stretched yeah. out and yeah, but he didn't even use his biggest weapon. And I think Damian Williams' his ability to catch as well, and with Tyreek Hill, you know, stretching the field, not just vertically but horizontally as well with all the jet sweeps and stuff. I I hate betting against Brady in January, but I, th- I don't know. I got a feeling. I think the chiefs
0: take it
1: As the chiefs will be back next year when they sign Le'Veon bell.
0: <clears throat> no Antonio Brown. They won't sign Le'Veon bell. Damian Williams has proven. I think he's, he's solidified his spot in that offense. I mean, 50 attempts, 256 yards, four touchdowns. That's over a five yard per carry average for the season. Like literally just coming in, and just taking over but if you add, you keep him in there and you add Antonio Brown to that offense. Oh, dirty. I mean, Antonio Brown and Tyree kill Travis, Kelsey, Damian Williams. Like that's, you can add Le'Veon bell, but I just don't know how much you get better. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know how much better, how many games he's going to help you win as opposed to adding somebody like Antonio Brown to that offense. Yeah. I have
1: Antonio Brown in our Keeper League, don't I? Or did I ship uh, him to you?
0: No, I don't have him.
1: I have him then. Gosh, he will be
0: money
1: in that offense.
0: Oh, it would be it would be unreal. <laughs> but I, I, I still think that uh, Jarvis Landry is doing a fantastic job of recruiting both Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. So if they can make the salary cap work, the Browns are going to the chip next year. They not they another
1: I team doubt, too the Colts. I doubt they'd I doubt they'd move on Bell with Chubb's production. Oh, I bet yeah. they
0: would. You uh, think? I bet, no. I bet they would.
2: A I year know. out of football.
0: Chubb, yeah. I was, I like no. Chubb too. I mean, I I, I I got Chubb in that league literally just to keep him for next year. It's the only reason I wanted him late in the season and because I knew I was out of the playoffs. I was just like, I want this dude for a keeper. But I just I think that in that type of offense, Chubb is good. <laughs> Chubb is Chub can't really catch the ball out of the backfield. He is a running tailback.
1: But even his coaches say that's not true. They say they don't know where that rumor started, but that he he's fine and they've been throwing to him in the last few. I don't know. I I, I Bell does have better hands. You're if that's the point that you're making, you're absolutely right. But to say that you know that he's just just uh, a strictly running. Oh, I'm, not,
0: I'm not saying he's strictly running, but he's not Le'Veon Bell. Damian Williams is a great pass catching back. Yeah, you're uh, absolutely right. And Nick Chubb, you would never hear somebody say he is a great pass catching back. You will hear somebody say he can catch. But there's a big difference between he can catch and he's a great pass catch he's a, a true dual threat back. But you gotta think they could also they could also since Chubb is in his first contract, they could also let go of Duke Johnson Jr. Save room in that yeah. in that lineup. Get Le'Veon Bell. Have a Le'Veon Bell, Nick Chubb one-two combination, and I mean they'd be saving more room on their on their salary cap by letting Duke go. You know what I mean? So I mean I'm just saying it's possible, and I'm just saying could you imagine? Like they did.
1: I they, that's a championship caliber team.
0: Like the Browns go from no wins to well, how many wins they have this year? Nine nine eight? nine eight eight yeah it was either eight or nine um but they go to being at least making the playoffs next year if that were to happen
2: yeah it's all bake all they went, of the bake train they went,
0: they went seven seven eight and one
2: i told y'all i
1: told seven you don't sleep one. on baker mayfield
0: yeah we i mean it they definitely definitely played very well but uh Brandon, yeah, uh, did, Brandon,
1: did you say Saints-Rams? Did you pick Saints-Rams?
2: Saints, Saints all day.
1: Good. Good.
0: <laughs> Good. You're, you're half right.
1: You're half right. You got half right. <laughs>
0: so, you know, it looks like, hey, we did the first time in a while that we got two podcasts in a row. Uh, we're gonna oh, my to- gosh. Snaps for us. <laughs> try, try, to, try to keep it going. We got a new uh, podcast hosting site finger majigger that is going to help us get out to a lot more listeners uh as always we appreciate everybody who's listening downloading the podcast you know feel free to give us any feedback on facebook instagram twitter uh everything is at sports and stitches you guys have anything you want to say to our billions of listeners yeah Yeah.
1: you know definitely get at us on social media if you're listening if you have anything to say brendan's the best producer in the business keeps us all on track and he's gonna he runs our social media mostly and he'll respond so if you want us to talk about anything let us know
2: yeah yeah same uh you know props to brendan he keeps us on track like jordan said or and you're always open to feedback unless it's negative
0: <laughs> <laughs> you sound like donald trump <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thanks oh, everybody no. for listening had a good time see you guys later all right See ya.